Are you ready to perform at your highest potential? Welcome to the Performance Matters Podcast from GP Strategies. In each episode, we'll interview industry experts, exploring best practices and innovative insights to help you and your organization improve performance. I'm your host, Jeremy Shear. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Our guest today is Craig Dalziel, Director of Technical Sales at GP Strategies. Hello, Craig. Hey, Jeremy. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Very good. Thanks for having me today. You're quite welcome. So, Craig, tell us a little bit about your background and about your work at GP Strategies. Yeah, thanks, Jeremy. Um, Well, I've been with GP Strategies since 2005, and I'm working with clients on performance improvement initiatives in the global power industry for the last 20 years. Uh, My basis was primarily North America, and I've supported clients in Europe and South America. Um, Right now, I'm the director of technical sales for GP Strategies uh, sales team, supporting clients in the global energy industry. Um, GP Strategies has offices around the world, and we support about 250 power producers every year in North America, South America, um, EMEA, and Asia Pacific. And it's busy. um, It's fun and rewarding work. And we have some amazing and progressive companies that we work with. Okay, excellent. And we're going to hear a little bit more about some of those companies, I think, in our discussion today. So our topic today is operational excellence, specifically how technical organizations that operate in capital-intensive, hazardous, regulated environments are successful while they're balancing the complexities of achieving safe, reliable, and efficient operations. So that's kind of a mouthful. And, and it's it, because it's a really big topic. There's a lot that goes into operational excellence, right? So where do successful organizations typically start? Yeah, and that's a great question, Jeremy. Um, it is a huge topic. And if you don't start in the right places, you can go astray really quickly. Um, really, you want to start with uh, uh, some practical and early successes uh, that an organization can achieve and typically that's around a culture of high performance. And where that starts with uh, any great initiative is with leadership. Um, it's building that culture of performance. It starts with clear and a lot of times an honest understanding of the, cons- of the current state of uh, the workforce and the company's performance. And clearly uh, identifying and designing that desired future state of the business, a clear strategic direction, Uh, And then very importantly, a roadmap that shows a path from your current state to that desired future state. And it's really driven by leadership. Give us an example of what that looks like, maybe with some of the companies that you work with. Like specifically, what role does leadership play in in driving operational excellence? What does that look like when it's being done the right way? Yeah, um, it it can look like many things. So let me me start with a little bit of a high-level overview, I guess. as you know, leadership should be really driving the future of, of these companies. And you mentioned early, Jeremy, that uh, they're capitally intensive, they're hazardous, highly regulated, large capital investments, things like that. Those are all the decisions that the leadership of companies have to make. Um, but along with that, they need to have the people and the programs and the processes and the technologies in place to optimize all of that and really align to that strategic direction of the company. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a little more on that. Um, yeah. you know, leaders in technical industries, power production, oil and gas, we've got the kind of re-emerging metal industries in the U S uh, heavy and light manufacturing. They're really being challenged in significant ways. Um, highly competitive, 
regional international markets, large capital investments, as we've talked about, um, that silver tsunami, uh, the new culture of millennial workers and, and the large uh, degree of, of the workforce moving into retirement. Um, and then competition and those key performance indicators you need to achieve to be competitive in the marketplace. Those are all the factors that leaders are dealing with and they need to drive their operational excellence programs around optimizing all of that. So it is, it is complex and it's pretty heavy topic. So how can leaders drive inspiration towards operational excellence and gain buy-in across decentralized plants and facilities? Yeah, so we're, we're talking about challenges here, so that can be pretty large as well. Yeah. Um, and there's many things leaders can do, um, and it can be a very large topic, but there's four or five key areas that can be really impactful. So, uh, you know, firstly, you need to understand the current state of, of workforce culture, the performance and, and culture of the workforce. And this can be done through a few means, uh, you know, employee engagement and culture surveys, leveraging recommendations um, of the experts in that field, such as GP strategies. Um, you know, and it can also be done through assessing adherence to procedures and processes. In these industries, uh, procedures really should drive the work that's being performed. Um, and the workforce needs to adhere to safe and effective operating and maintenance procedures they're following those correctly, it can make a huge impact on, on the business. So that's kind of that first one. What's the state of the workforce currently? Um, there are a few more, if, you, if you'll allow me to keep going. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, secondly, you know, leaders can align talent management efforts. And um, you know, sometimes this can be challenging, but from recruiting and hiring practices to onboarding and overall learning and development programs, you can really drive um, you know, a positive culture of performance. Um, third, and this is, this is a challenge right now because of all the retirements happening, uh, but that's a strong frontline leadership level. Uh, frontline leaders typically manage 80% of the workforce. So workforce culture and performance is impacted heavily by this role. So, you know, frontline leaders should be working closely with both HR and their employees on measures to drive maximum employee satisfaction and contribution. Um, that's kind of described it, it, more on our website to, under GP's X model of engagement. Um, mm -hmm. Fourth, got a couple more, if you're willing. Um, yeah, sure. Fourth, um, you know, they can ensure that their fleet of plants are working to hit corporate objectives uh, while focusing on specific requirements of each plant. And you mentioned in your last question, um, you know, decentralized plants and facilities. Many of our customers have a fleet of, of plants or facilities. And although there are corporate objectives for uh, performance indicators, uh, you know, business drivers, things like that, each plant should be set up to try and impact those positively. However, each plant has their own challenges as well, whether it's, uh, you know, local competition, uh, specific performance issues at the plant, um, uh, maybe local regulatory requirements and things like that. So not only do these plants have to optimize performance to hit corporate objectives, you know, they really need to, um, to have some individual key performance in indicators um, that might be different than some of the other plants. So, um, and lastly, mm -hmm. um, really, you know, another important method of adopting culture in these operational excellence programs um, is to celebrate strengths. Um, a lot of times when we see our customers moving into these programs, 
they're solely focusing on the biggest challenges and trying to overcome them. Uh, that can have a negative mm-hmm. impact on culture. Uh, there is a time and place to look at the things you're doing really well and uh, promoting that and celebrating it. So uh, four or five ideas right there that, uh, that we feel at GP Strategies are pretty important. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to chew on. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this probably is not easy to achieve, especially when you're dealing with you know, a technical work, workforce that might be on an oil rig in the middle of the ocean or out on a remote wind farm somewhere. Uh, th- this sounds like a complicated process. It can be complicated, and, and the best approach is to try and simplify and go for early wins. So you made a great point, and uh, you know, we do a lot of research in GP strategies. Uh, you know, we have our own uh, in-house experts that work around the world in these industries, but there's other great companies out there that provide market reports and things like that. Um, you know, according to Business Transformation and Operational Excellence Insights, their 2018-19 report on the global state of operational excellence, what you've just mentioned there uh, is the number one uh, challenge affecting these operational excellence initiatives. So typically these companies have, you know, that corporate side of their business and a bunch of plants. Leadership at mm-hmm. corporate, you know, should really be driving the overall strategy and the OE programs um, as fleet-wide initiatives that align with that objective or that strategic direction. And the plants should be adhering to that. But that program uh, and, and the all of the OE programs need to be flexible and agile um, and really cover a comprehensive set of standards that um, the plants, uh, you know, may need at each of their facilities. So um, each facility may have some unique performance targets based on a variety of factors um, that, uh, that they're either very good at um, or they struggle with. And focusing on mm-hmm. where to start and having some early successes is, is really critical. Right. So now we're talking about continuous improvement, right? This is not something that you have a plan, you roll it out, and then everyone says, hooray, and then you kind of move on to the next thing, right? This is an ongoing process. So how do technical companies build in those kind of continuous improvement practices and get employees to actually follow them? Um, Yeah, well, firstly, you made another great point. Um, According to that same uh, uh, report from BTOES, that's the number two challenge, executing and sustaining these OE programs. And continual Mm. improvement is a a big piece of that. So um, continual improvement, really, it's not a snapshot in time or or a one-time current state assessment. Um, a lot of companies struggle because they look at uh, operational excellence as a project that has a, a start date, the work execution to completion, and, and that completion date. Um, operational excellence really needs to be considered that ongoing process and be based on a company's roadmap to that desired future state that meets their strategic objectives. And what makes it more challenging is it also has to be flexible and agile because Company KPIs do change over time uh, when market conditions change or new competitors come into the into the market or regulatory compliance requirements change, etc. So um, there's a couple critical pieces that really should be considered uh, from GP Strategies' point of view. Again, understanding the current state of performance, what a company does well, and where they are missing the mark with respect to those key performance indicators. Designing that ideal future state. Um, and determining measures of success. So what does good look like? 
what known standards or best practices or compliance requirements does a company strive to achieve? Um, and then finally, putting measures in place to assess those KPIs, how the company's doing, and reassess uh, improvements over time. So there's there's consulting companies out there, including GP Strategies, that has expertise uh, in the industry um, and has some you know operational excellence tools, software tools based on uh, business intelligence engines, things like that. Uh, from GP's perspective, we look at really 33 standards of technical performance at these facilities and, and uh, focusing on starting point of two or three um, that really matter and can create improvement. Uh, and then looking at those on an annual basis or uh, biannual basis and really reassessing where you're at to see a continuation of improvement over time. That makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I get that achieving operational excellence is important, obviously, but what's really at stake here? You know, what's what happens if you fail to achieve operational excellence? Yeah, it's it's a great question. And, and focusing specifically on technical industries, um, you know, a lot of a lot of bad things can happen. We're seeing in yeah. in the U.S. Uh, uh, reduction in in coal plants, and and we all know that uh, uh, mm. coal fired power plants can have a negative impact. Um, with deregulated markets and competition, uh, these plants are shutting down. And uh, while there may be positive environmental impact, there's negative impact on a company's bottom line. There's negative impact on the workers in that area that are now out of jobs, things like that. So uh, performance of the facility, uh, cost-effective operations and maintenance of the facility, and high output of the facility, whether you're, um, you know, whether you're, you're uh, creating megawatts of electricity that go to the grid, or uh, you've got an oil and gas refinery, you've got to have high availability and high capacity of that, of that output. Uh, to be competitive. Um, another big one is uh, compliance. So um, part of GP standards of, of, of operational excellence include measures around uh, safety and environmental compliance, and then other local, state, or federal compliance measures. Um, you know, for a company, if you're not in compliant with these, compliance with these measures, very heavy fines can be issued. So that's a negative impact on the business as well. Um, and then also with, with the changes in industry, um, and my, my experience as we've talked about is in the power industry, there's a migration from fossil to renewable energy, wind and solar and, and other new technologies. Um, if you've got a, an organization or a company, um, that is performing at high levels, it's going to be easier to migrate that company into those future technologies as well. So, um, Lots of negative things can come out of poor performance, uh, but lots of positives can mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Okay. So th there's quite a bit at stake, obviously, in uh, achieving operational excellence. And uh, Craig, you've shared a lot with us, so let's try to boil it down a little bit. What is the main thing or maybe one or two main things that you want listeners to take away from this discussion? Um, yeah, sure. And, and as you mentioned, there can be a lot of takeaways. The most important one, in my opinion, is um, operational excellence isn't just a nice thing to have or a side project. It really needs to be integrated into a company's DNA uh, through effective strategic planning and leadership, the workforce culture, 
and throughout all programs and processes. Um, it, you know, you mentioned early it being project-based. It's not. It needs to be uh, um, a way of life for these companies. Everything that they take on, every project needs to align to that strategic direction. Um, it needs to be done in a thoughtful way that, that really has an impact on the business drivers of those key performance indicators that drive successful business. So that's kind of the main takeaway. Um, let me add this, you know, there's, there's many consult, mm -hmm. uh, consulting firms out there um, that can help with this, including GP strategies. And um, obviously we'll have more information on our website and I'd be happy to uh, speak with anyone about their specific operational excellence journey. Um, and maybe there's a way we can help them out. Okay. Well, what's the best way for folks to reach you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my uh, direct to my cell phone is, is the easiest. It's with me all, all the time. We're in a connected world here. Mm -hmm. So uh, with my role, um, you know, my phone is with me all the time. And uh, um, I can give you the number right now if that's appropriate. Or we can add it to uh, uh, the podcast site. Okay. Well, why don't we add it to the podcast site? How about Perfect. an email, though, for listeners yeah. to jot down? Yeah, absolutely. So the email address is C-D-A-L-Z-I-E-L at gpstrategies.com. So first initial, last name at gpstrategies.com. Okay, excellent. Well, Craig, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your insights. Thanks, Jeremy. I appreciate it. And we just scratched the surface. These are, these are heavy topics, uh, uh, but we're looking forward to speaking about this again in the future. Absolutely. Thanks again. The Performance Matters Podcast is brought to you by GP Strategies. Together, we can create a world where business excellence makes possibilities achievable. You can subscribe to the show anywhere you get podcasts and listen on our website at gpstrategies.com slash podcasts.